Well, we know how that story ends, right? They seal the tomb and set a guard. We're going to hear more of that tomorrow morning. The feast has begun. This is the feast of victory for our God. And you might be thinking, it's Saturday night, Pastor Grant. What are we doing here? Did you notice in that reading from Genesis, the creation of the world, how the days are ordered? There was evening and there was morning, a day. The ancient world counted days beginning with sunset. So the great day of Christ's resurrection has begun because the sun has set. This evening, tomorrow, during the day, as weird as it sounds for us, is one great day of celebration through the history of the church. And so this night we are gathered. This is the night. This is the night. I'm going to finish, or almost finish. I think we've got one more tomorrow morning. The Chronicles of the King sermon series. And um, just to um, boost your spirits a little bit, this is all I've got tonight. I'm preaching on Ezekiel 37, the dry bones. Remember the, the rattle of the bones coming together. And there were sinews and flesh and skin. For more than 300 years, the kingdom of Judah was ruled by sons of David, about whom a promise was made that one of them would be the eternal ruler of God's people. That person would be God's chosen servant. The true David, if you will. Life under the son of David would be everything life is supposed to be. There would be no injustice. People wouldn't take advantage of each other. There would be no violence. There would be no theft. There would be no economic hardship. Everything that stresses us out, everything that news media corporations make tons of profit reporting and freaking us out with by putting it in our newsfeed and printing it on newspapers and everything. All of that stuff is not going to be there when the son of David is king. But kings came and kings went. And even though some were good, hope never lived when a good king died. A few decades after the last king of Judah is defeated and the nation is taken into Babylonian captivity, which was the setting for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, or Shadrach and Benny. Is that the Veggie Tales episode? The prophet Ezekiel, around this time, he has a vision. Dry bones coming back to life by the word of God. God explains to the prophet that this is God's promise to the people. God says, you say, O my people, we have become dry, dead bones. Our hope is gone. We're a ruined nation. We're a nation without a land. We're a nation that's going to forget its past. We're finished. But God says, I will open your graves and cause you to rise again. I will bring you back to your land and I will put my spirit within you and you will live again. What's more, one king will rule all of you. No more of this kingdom of the north and kingdom of the south and this strife between certain tribes. One king will rule the whole nation. The days of the divided kingdom are over. 
I will sanctify you and you will be stained with sin no more. No more sacrifices of goats and calves and bulls because I will purify you with my own blood, says the Lord. That's what our Lord Jesus did through his death on the cross. And my servant David will be your king and you will have only one shepherd. My servant David will be your prince forever. This is what we've been building to all through Lent. These kings of Judah, these heirs to the throne of David, they all point forward to God's chosen servant who would rule over God's people forever. This son of David will not be succeeded by any other king because when this king dies, he succeeds himself. That stone is rolled away. The tomb is empty. He lives. Even the best kings of Judah eventually died and were no more. King Jesus lays his life down willingly in order to take it up again. And now he lives and he reigns forever. And because he loves you, you will live and reign forever with him. Alleluia. Christ is risen.